Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services. And I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs again that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below when you purchase their services let them know derek sent you as with every episode of storytellers this episode may contain themes storylines or ideas that may not be safe for work headphones recommended and listener discretion is greatly advised. storytellers i'm derek and as always i'm joined by a litany of wonderful new storytellers ready to just amaze and surprise y'all with what they came up with um we will start with the ladies first and foremost i am joined by mia mia how are you doing today doing all right doing all right ready to have uh, a fun time with an interesting story (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Oh, delightful. And last but certainly not least, one of the um, best voices in podcasting, one of the best people in podcasting, to be completely honest with you. Like, I, I literally do appreciate this dude so much. Uh, we're joined by Glenn from uh, the Nuzzle, from the Nuzzle House podcast. Uh, Glenn, tell him something about yourself. Tell him something about your show. The floor is yours. Can I be off a mute now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about my show. Uh, Damn. Yeah, I was given a, a big old helping of story uh from you you did the first one and i got the second place and i'm like i don't know how to carry all these details over to the next person so i think i ruined it i think i ruined all the world building you did oh no so did i want to i want to i want to i want to warn y'all <laughs> i didn't warn y'all before but i'm gonna warn you now jv uh she has done at least two audio dramas that are wide-ranging and perfect perfect like if you're listening to me right now first of all y'all need to go on good pods and find red wing um and then after you check out red wing which is oh i need y'all to stop (laughs) fucking around and go and find birds of prey um because that was the best love letter i have ever heard to um the dc birds of prey comic book series and movie um and took it in what i found to be an incredibly appropriate direction um i'm still bummed out that there won't be a second season but y'all motherfuckers need to fuck with the first one so netflix can save it or something i don't even know but (laughs) she wrote the first she wrote the first segment of this story so um I would ask now, but I'm going to ask afterwards. We're going to go ahead and get started with JV's segment of this story. And then after that, I have questions. Okay. So everybody, here's JV's segment. Once upon a time, a large turtle named Rupert floated in a very strange blue ocean, which in turn was on the very green planet of Marrakesh, held aloft by a very patient elephant named Stephen. Stephen is absolutely irrelevant to this story, but of course, don't tell Stephen that, or Rupert for that matter, because Rupert is uh, also largely irrelevant. On the third anniversary of the exact moment where Rupert began to unpack the horror of his own mortality, a young woman named Lawanda was sitting at a bar, waiting for her date to show up. She was rather uncomfortable, not only because she stupidly chose to wear a rose-colored latex bra under her smartly tailored blazer, but because the previous date hadn't gone extremely well. In fairness to her, her date hadn't been forthcoming about the deadly corn allergy, instead having been more preoccupied with doing Lawanda's taxes and droning on about cryptocurrency. Lawanda checked her watch. That bastard, he's 75 minutes late. From her water glass on the table, she heard a woman's voice sing the words, Honey, child, you know he ain't coming. 
Lawanda looked down to find a small woman in her glass, sunbathing on an ice cube. She had peacock-colored scaly skin and a mermaid's fin, but also a set of damselfly wings, and hair the length of her small body. He ain't coming. How do you know? Come on, darling. If he hasn't shown up by now, you know that can only mean one thing has happened. Now, what is that thing? You might be asking. Well, that thing is something the wanderer knows all too well. You see, what the little sprite in her glass was telling her was that her date was likely trapped, or otherwise held up, or restrained, or any of the other words meaning. Stuck in a particular location, for one reason, one reason that to her at this point has become something of a curse, something so, so, so aggravating to Lawanda that she daren't speak its name, but that wouldn't stop her in this moment. From speaking, its name. So let me go ahead and say this real quick. I chose three cards, and storytellers. I take four storytellers. Sometimes I'm one of them. Sometimes I'm not. This time I'm not. And I draw three cards out of a box. And from those three cards, we create a story. The first person starts the story off. Then they pass their part of the story to the second person who then continues the story. Here's where it gets interesting. The second person passed their story portion and only their story portion off to the third person. So the third person never gets to hear the very beginning of the story, yet they have to bring the story to a climax. They then take that climactic segment and they send only that segment to the fourth person who will then have to end the story without ever hearing how the story began. So JV never got to hear how the story ended and Stu never got to hear how the story began. The three cards that I drew were person who's been stood up, something is wrong with the water, and anniversary. JV, yeah. what were you thinking when you wrote this? Okay, so um, <laughs> I, I, I will say one thing. I was sleep deprived at the time, but also, <laughs> <laughs> but also I will add, um, I, I, one of my favorite sort of things that exist in, um, in certain types of stories, most of the time written by British people is just a weird trend that I've noticed with it, um, is things that are absolutely very much abnormal, but treated as if they are completely normal and regular things. Oh, yes. Like just, ah, yes, a knight from King Arthur's court has shown up because this person found the Holy Grail in a goodwill. 
<laughs> which is literally the the subject of a of my favorite Neil Gaiman story, which is called Chivalry. Um, so I I love I love that a lot. I also love um, very elaborate descriptors of things that are completely irrelevant to anything that is happening. Stephen, um, I I I. <laughs> The only the only thing that I immediately knew that I had was that whole first section. I'm like, none of this is relevant to the story, but I figured you should know this. <laughs> and, and you're saying you said where you see Neil Gaiman in it, mm-hmm. I see Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, for sure. That too. That Be- too. And and this was just so wonderful to me. I listened to your part like. 12 times before I sent it over. Like, I was like, let me make sure I got the sound just right for this. Let me make sure I made up excuses to listen to it again because in the sheet, in the fucking three years since I started Storytellers, this is the most unique story opening I've ever had in my entire, in the show's existence period point blank i thought it was i thought it was amazing it's um i forgot i sang those lines i will be honest i forgot it and i am mortified uh but that's fine here we are um in any case that's uh yeah that and uh, well the other inspiration was terry pratchett now that had to do mainly with there being there being something wrong with the water, which I included, I suppose, technically in in only one place there, where there was something wrong, but the prompt of water in general, I used a little earlier. Um, and there being an anniversary of something, I figured uh, an anniversary of something, something, an anniversary of something like that isn't necessarily one of the standard important date type mm. things but is still an important moment like the <laughs> beginning of somebody questioning their own mortality for the rest of time um well know, i mean like if we're talking about yeah, anniversaries that nobody else really cares about mm. um every single december 24th at 9 p.m eastern standard time i do a show and i shoot without a script for those oh. y'all who don't know what that is it's okay. It means a lot to me. I see if anything will come of it instead of my old shit. That's what I do. Stu, hearing the end of this, hearing the beginning of the story, how do you feel about the end so far? <laughs> I feel a lot better than I thought I was going to. Like, I don't want to give anything away, but I feel better than I thought I was going to. I, I honestly thought by the time it had gotten to me, it had changed much worse than that. And it, it honestly didn't. <laughs> and Mia? Yeah. Uh, I I also uh, honestly feel the exact fucking same because I what I got from Glenn was weird as fuck and like a little bit of a rambly mess. Um, yep. It was, but it was it was very interesting in a a stream of consciousness sort of way. And I appreciated that. Um, <laughs> what? Oh my god! Whatever. I had a beginning, middle, and end. There was a <laughs> to my story. I'm being polite, okay? Um, I, 
I just remember hearing it and I needed to take a breather for a couple days because I'm just like, how the fuck am I supposed to follow up to this? Uh, you know, that that is literally the greatest compliment that you can give is how do I follow something up? How do I follow this up? And I'm <laughs> right? glad that Glenn was like, yo, am I still in this story? Because I was supposed to go second and I can't. I... <laughs> I realize now that if I ever write a script with JV, I can't. Um, can't follow it. I can't. That was my biggest problem. I'm just yeah. going to give the names and locations and let JV just paint a world that is just like the most beautiful thing in the world. You, you wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lady, you. So with no further ado, Glenn. Oh, can I explain before you play it? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I could nope. not follow. I don't have the same level of creative uh, creativity as JV. So I was absolutely just like, I don't know what to do. And this is what you got. And it is horse shit. You know, oh, I, you know the bad. thing is, the thing is, you say that. And it's never as bad as people say it is. Exactly. I so, do not have elephants, turtles. I don't have the death birthdays. All right, said I couldn't carry any of it over. I couldn't do uh, it. Blah blah blah. Let's <laughs> go ahead and let's hear Glenn's section. Of the <laughs> Good story. luck. Enjoy this. In fairness <laughs> to me, there was uh, my medication had run out four hours prior. Oh my! And this goodness. is what like <laughs> so that was oh. also ADHD, especially <gasps> towards the end where things started to get a lot slower like where I, speaking wise it started to ramble mm. a little bit that was I also because that. i had stopped typing at that point um so i had that first bit from a framework that i could read off of and that last bit oh, oh yeah no i i'm not at the time yet i have to vamp on it oh no okay here you <laughs> go ah! yeah so that, Look at that anyway well with no further ado here's yeah. glenn's section Luanda sat there making uh, weird shapes with her mouth. Oh, yeah. And if y'all are wondering, you know what? Fuck it. Kept trying to say the thing that dare not speak its name. Uh, the tiny woman in the glass said, what the, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing with that mouth? Luanda said, I'm trying to say something. I dare not speak its name. What the hell are you talking about? Luanda continued making weird shapes with her mouth to say the word. And the tiny woman said, just say it. What's your problem? And after a moment, Luanda rolled her tongue around and pursed her lips until she kicked out the words Dogecoin. The tiny woman said, what? <laughs> Luanda said, I, I, I think he's looking at the value of Dogecoin. I keep dating assholes uh, that won't shut up about crypto. It's all anyone ever talks about. Oh, I know. Oh, it's not based on anything. Uh, not like the stock market. We uh, the trading on the, the value of the physical thing. Uh, I don't know, like a like a, a, a computer or a, or a pork plant. Uh, this is just everyone agreeing that something actually matters, but it doesn't. Luana said, "Oh, I know. It's uh, it's totally going to collapse. It's probably going to take a good portion of the real estate, uh, financial markets, and everything else with it. It's moronic. And do not, oh, do not get me started on morons like Elon Musk. I swear to." God, when someone gets wealthy, they just they just turn to human garbage. The tiny woman said, do you want to see what your date is doing now? And the Wanda said, ah, yeah, fine. And so then the little woman snapped her fingers, and then they're floating, ethereal, ghost-like, unseen by the human eye, above a car in a traffic jam. The Wanda says, this him? And the little woman says, yep. 
woman says, uh, hey, he's late because he's stuck in traffic. And the tiny woman says, eh, yeah, looks like it. Why doesn't he just, uh, why does he just text me? And the tiny woman peers down closer to the car. It says, uh, eh, looks like he doesn't have a charger. Luana said, who the, who the hell doesn't have a charger in their car? And the tiny woman said, this loser, apparently. So Luana said, here we garbage. I want to fuck with someone who doesn't have a charger in their car. What, what's his status with corn allergies? And the tiny woman said, oh, he's fine. Uh, he doesn't have any allergy problems. I know it's been a problem in your past. But, uh, but I think uh, he killed the battery in his phone looking at the rates of Dogecoin. Oh, Jesus, is there one person on this earth that isn't just garbage? Just one person? Oh, and the tiny woman said, ah, everyone's just a crap person. You should really stop trying to date human turds. Just, just focus on yourself. The one said, oh, oh, I know. Oh, I tried to go to grad school for business, but I was surrounded by these, by these, uh, cartoonish people who just said, kept talking about wanting to, to really work their way up in project management. Oh, the tiny woman says, oh, there's a whole graduate program for business. Seriously? What do you teach you? How to guilt people into working longer hours? Oh, oh, I know. Oh, you have no idea how depressing it is to hang around these turds. I just dropped out. Well, said the tiny woman. You remember when I, wait, Elon Musk called the head of that one scuba diving team that went underwater in a cave where all those kids were trapped in there? Uh, and they were trying to get these kids out through a small opening. And it was really dangerous. So they had to keep bringing food and trying to keep them alive. The one said, oh, oh, yeah, oh, because Elon was going to make some stupid submarine, but it was too big to fit in the small opening. And the divers had to go through. They... They had to take the tanks off their uh, their bodies and slide them through the crack first. That's how small this opening was. And then, uh, and then Elon says, oh, uh, you don't want my submarine? Then you're a pervert. And Elon says, garbage. They're all garbage people. And Tiny Boy says, oh, Jesus. You know, you know, you're the first person I've ever met. That's just, it's just really cool. All your opinions are perfect. Luanda said, I was seriously thinking the same thing. It's like we have the same mind, said the tiny woman. They both together said, oh, my God. And then suddenly they were back at the bar. Across from them, as the little woman sat in her glass and, the, uh, and, the, and Luanda sat at the bar, there was a waiter uh, who said, ah, hey, gross, there's a fish in your water. And he scooped the, the little uh, fish out of the water, just threw it in the garbage. You didn't drink any of that, did you? Ah, oh, Jesus, you drank some of it? That's really bad. You can get salmonella or something. And Luana said, whoa, 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 you just threw my best friend in the garbage. And that's when a busboy walked by holding a bunch of bags of garbage, and he grabbed the one out of that and then just took it into the back and disappeared. And Luana said, holy crap, my friend is in the garbage, and you just and now he's gone. Give me back my friend. And wait a second, your best friend's a dirty fish? And Luana said, just go get it. Uh, Wait a said, my cousin got salmonella once. That's a serious disease. You can't just drink water that a fish has been living in. You know they pee in it, right? They poop and they pee in the water. It's really small and you can't see it. Have you ever trapped a bug? You know they poop too. They get scared and they poop. You see teeny tiny little black dots down there. You don't ever think they poop because you never think about it, do you? But they do and it causes salmonella, which is very serious. Just go get my best friend. So the two of them go out in the back uh, where the dumpster is, and they see that a garbage truck has already taken the dumpster trash and is driving away. Luanda says, ah, for the love of Christ, an actual garbage person is taking my best friend away. Now what do I do? Glenn? I'm so sorry, man. You're not I'm sorry. sorry. I, anything, I, I fucked this up for everybody. Glenn? I'm so sorry to everyone here. I just, <laughs> I just have one request, Glenn. Hold on. I just have one request. 
point out on the doll where Dogecoin hurts you. Right? <laughs> Eric, I'm so sorry. I flit you down. That's what's best. You didn't let nobody down. That was so good. And you had so much world building, and all I did was just like I sat there trying to figure out how to make a story to carry over all the details that you and, set up. And then you and like, how do I carry this up for the next person? I want the next person to see the details and run with them. So I'm like a pass through, but I'm like, I can't. I suck at this. I'm not nearly as creative. So all I did is just bitch about Dogecoin and Elon Musk and Salmonella. I laughed through that whole thing. I laughed through that whole thing. And I, I forgot remember... that I spat food out of my mouth in the middle. <laughs> oh my goodness! I forgot was... about that. Oh my god, that was real. That you weren't just doing that. I, there for wasn't an act. act. Oh I my sent god. I sent that clip to my girlfriend. She's like, "Did you spit in the middle of it?" I'm like, "Oh my god, did I?" So I had to go back and listen. I'm like I did. I spat pizza out of my know, mouth in the middle of it. You know what's you know what's great about it? I literally had the option of editing that out, and I chose not to. <laughs> oh, thank you. It is so Leave that in there. Make him think about what he's done. Exactly. Uh, I, okay. So because I am recording just backup separately, just for just because um, there, I there the the amount my audio peaked multiple times during the whole oh, thing. I you're was being very screaming. sweet. That was so funny. <laughs> And it made, that made me very happy. And well, I'm glad way to carry that through. And I was he, worried you'd be offended that uh, I kind of threw out everything you threw in there. <laughs> and I was like, you I don't know how to write a story. It's okay. I did the exact same thing to you, Glenn. So. Oh, good. <laughs> it's, it's probably like it's probably the right thing to do. So, Stu, <laughs> being that you were the last person, what do you think? So that far. makes less sense, but <laughs> I see everything that that Mia did. It still it still goes to a point. I just I was wondering after the first story what happened to the little fish girl, and now I know she's just in the trash. She's in the trash. Oh my god, Salmonella! Do you know bugs poop like that? <laughs> I? They do. That's from personal experience. I catch uh, bugs like in a glass to get them on my house. And you'll see them spin around in circles, leaving little black dots. That's how I oh learned that god. bugs actually poop. Oh Otherwise, I never thought about it. No oh one thinks about god. it. Nobody. Also, ladies and gentlemen, also, when you pick up a bug, they think you're God. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, I came to realize that at the point where I decided that I was no longer going to pick up bugs and throw them in the spider webs because I was trying to feed the spiders. Wow, that's um, weird. That is yeah, really that's... weird. Well, well, okay. well, look, I you wanted to be word? when when I was a kid, I wanted to be an entomologist. Um, oh, okay. I love bugs. And so I love mm-hmm. the study of bugs. And I was like, you know what? This spider out front of my house, his web is always empty when I come through, and that's not fair. So <laughs> I would always find oh, at least one spider. bug on my way to right. <laughs> the, the spider was mooching off me. I was like enabling it like a motherfucker. Probably died after I left. It was like he's gonna come feed me today. But um <laughs> I would flick bugs into the spider's web and just watch it, you know, wrap it up and everything. Um like- but you, they got a takeout meal. Oh, right. So not only am I Uber eats for this spider, not, not only am I Uber eats for this spider, but I'm also God to the ant. And the ant is like, God is picking me up. What are you doing, God? What are you? What are you doing? What? Are, not like God. this, God. Not like this. I am delicious. I guess that's just my lot in life. Very oh much. My oh my God. That is. 
first of all, that is the sweetest thing I've ever heard of anybody doing for a small, small insect. That it's, is it's the sweetest oh, it's thing sweet for, for one of the insects. For, exactly. Yeah. It's the sweetest for thing I ever heard for the spider, <laughs> for the ant. They're yeah. like, now we know his name. <laughs> Don't I think that ants listen to podcasts, so I think you're fine. The the word will spread. Mm-hmm. They they will mount up. Somebody, one of my listeners, and thank you so much for listening, but one of y'all motherfuckers have roaches. The roaches will hear the story, spread mm-hmm. it to the ants. The ants will mobilize. <laughs> to that the end, ants go um, marching one by one. To that all. end, especially given that it's about that it's the holiday season and people might be obtaining pets for their weird children. Um, I say for their weird children specifically because I fully remember being that weird child who asked for a gecko. Here's the here's a little bit of tea uh, for y'all out there. Um, you need to figure out what bugs are poisonous before you start putting rogue random bugs into cages with small lizards because my mom killed my gecko by giving it a stink bug which are poisonous uh so yeah 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 Yeah. took also took me a few days to figure that out Um, well i wasn't a weird kid and i had a gecko uh and i had to feel though i had to feed them crickets that they never ate and they just chirped all night so i kill them myself uh, and also those weird worms. Oh, the, the mealworms. And, yeah. and my snake. I just didn't like throw random bugs in there. That's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. No, we you would know. we would get the crickets, but then like <laughs> my mom was like, I don't know, just an extra treat for him. He's been such a good gecko. I found like, a stink the bug. They're gonna this? love it. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know, he's been such a good gecko. What is a good gecko? <laughs> the one that the one on the commercial, the rest of them. So much. He cleans up Honestly, after himself. He doesn't ask for a lot. He's not he has his own insurance. Y'all are just gecko. describing all of this, and I'm just getting mad flashbacks to when I worked at, pe- at the pet smart. Oh, oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, no. no good. When that's I got environment. What the, the best part about that is that when like okay, so I'm now currently back in the video game industry and somebody on LinkedIn like popped on and was like, "Yo, you want back in the video game industry?" And I'm like, "Yes." And so I literally tell my coworkers that this company uh rescued me from a pet smart. Uh so <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh so. my god. Two things. One, the ants go marching one by one, but one of them stopped to buy the gun. And they all came (laughs) over to Derek's house to shoot him. Um, (laughs) They go to kill their god. (laughs) (laughs) Why have you forsaken me? I will destroy you. They read a a book about it. To kill a god. (laughs) As a Trekkie, like the Klingons, they killed all their gods. And they ended up just fine. And they got like two dicks. So look at them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, and, that's and exciting. That gives me also, hope. Also, Is that a true thing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Canonical. It, it, you know what's weird? I ain't never been a Trekkie. I knew that already. That's a <laughs> weird <laughs> thing. Like, I don't, I, that's weird bit of knowledge that I just have. It just yeah. lives in my brain. <laughs> it's crazy- so funny, too. <laughs> do they already have a propensity for two dicks or is it that you kill all your gods then you get two dicks like what's which <laughs> one comes first okay so uh, it's like a video game because, reward because they're, warriors, <laughs> because they're warriors they have redundant organs they have like a second oh. heart they've got a third lung so if they get like stabbed and punctured in one they can keep fucking going they are and gods so now one of their redundant organs seems to be something else but uh this was not mentioned until recently 
uh, in the newest uh, Star Trek Discovery. And when I saw that scene, there was like this, there was this Klingon on Kronos, their home world, and he was peeing against the wall. And I'm like, damn, this motherfucker. There's two streams? Um, he's messy. I thought he was a messy peer. I didn't understand. <laughs> what was I love going that there's a, a that. scene, a scene I with see, the two dicks. Yeah. The camera slowly pans down. There's two <laughs> listen, shafts. So listen, <laughs> Star Trek Discovery gave us our, our full, our, our first explicit um Klingon sex scene with titty and everything. Thank oh you, Jonathan Frakes. <laughs> I just I just want to point out that somewhere in the world right now, there's a sex shop that has a Klingon dildo. Ooh, rich for your pleasure, baby. Rich for your oh pleasure. And it's 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 a, it's just a double-sided, it's a you, yep. you can sit on on the front, sit on on the back, and you just I go mean, to work. Also, this whole episode's turned into Klingon dick episode now. Like, <laughs> also, you lost control before, of the show. Now we're just talking about like, what's it like live with two before dicks? How do you, I start your underwear Mia's, look like? Before I, I start playing Mia's section, I do want to say that when I was in college, oh, here we I go. did have. Here we go. Oddity. I had a. I, don't we, be shy. I don't know how I got ninety five percent of the porn I had. Uh, okay, <laughs> but. <laughs> We just ended up with porn. Like I had one that was butt woman and I had one, it was a red tape. We call it the red tape. And oh. one was, I don't remember what it was called and I wish I could so I could find it again on Pornhub, oh, but it was God. oddity porn. And so there was one dude that had two dicks. Yes. Mm. Oh mm. yeah. Mm. And I, I oh, yeah. everyone's I'm like, oh yeah, I, know, I remember that one. <laughs> no, because I think I know who that dude was. Like, I just, his, his I, name was Jerry. Familiar with this work because, like, that there was someone You've that seen his full catalog. Like, die fellow, whatever the fuck. The yeah, oh, yeah, I heard of him. I heard of yeah, him. And the thing like, is, he is he he he's blessed with well, he's both of them. Blessed. So, like, mm-hmm. combi- <laughs> combined, combined, he's at least. 16 inches. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm sweating. This is so much information to take in one Sunday afternoon. The fact that the things that that Klingon share with sharks is that one thing. Is that one thing? to me. Yeah. Or two things as it were. Eh. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So, with no further ado, let's go ahead and get to Mia's segment of the story. Jesus Christ. Loves you. No, he does not. Lawanda starts to get up to dash into the kitchen herself, but then a beautiful woman walks into the bar, shimmering dressed like fish scales and hips from here to your mama's house. Taking a closer look, she realized it was the woman in the glass and was shocked. A hush fell across the bar as they all stopped to stare at this gorgeous entity standing in the doorway, but with a wave of her hand, all returned to their previous activities. You do realize that I am magic, right? She chuckled. Oh shit, that's right! I, I, I don't even know why I was worried in the first place, don't mind. You know, I heard you calling me a best friend, but what if we were more? Say what? What if you ditched that lame-ass crypto bro and dated me instead? Like, that's not even a choice. I mean, when I said the thing that I dare not speak its name earlier, I was talking about cryptocurrency, but this is much better. Awesome! The fairy did a little dance as she climbed into the bar stool next to Luanda. Wait, Luanda said, slightly puzzled. Yes? 
I just realized that I don't even know your name. Ah, yes, you may call me Rochelle. It's a pleasure to know you, Rochelle. Likewise. After a moment of intense eye-fucking, Luanda remembered how to speak and said, So, what should we do next? Well, we did bond over a mutual hatred of cryptocurrency and those who purchase it, Rochelle trailed off. What if we took down a farm? Luanda said. Wait, you mean a crypto farm? Rochelle said, a little shocked. She wasn't necessarily here for this. Hell yes, Luanda said with a sparkle of mischief dancing in her eyes. Uh, how would we do that? Aren't you magic? Okay. So, listen, the Fairy Council does not like it when we meddle in human affairs too much, and I already have at least two strikes against me, so I'm gonna say no to using magic. Sorry, boo. Rochelle said as Luanda visibly deflated. Seeing her deflate, she felt a little bad and was like, Well, I'm still open for suggestions, though. Luanda thought for a minute and said, we could break into a crypto mine and wave a lot of magnets around and wreck the place. Bitch, ain't you in IT? Rochelle said, just giving her the sidest of eyes. Uh, yes, what, but what are you suggesting I do with that fact? Uh, Luanda replied, I, I don't know. Maybe you could hack the place? Luanda made a face that very much signified that she was not a fan of this plan before a devious grin made its way across her face. What if, she started softly, what if we did both? Oh, I like that. I can wave the magnets around and all the graphics a card they bought that brought the market price up so that it's hard for the everyman to get a goddamn graphics card and you can work your magic. And the Wanda says, I'm still so fucking tired. I've been wanting to build my own PC tower for the longest fucking time and I can't do that because, uh, the, the market prices are ridiculous. I, I, I can't deal with it. Uh, Rochelle said, that is absolutely valid. Luanda thought for a moment, said, maybe after that, uh, perhaps we could make some magic together. Luanda grinned. I would be delighted, Rochelle sighed. But first... Let's go make sure that the only NFTs these crypto bros are getting are NFTs nuts! <laughs> Lamal got em, Rochelle giggled. And thusly, they left the bar to start their plan of attack. This was going to be one hell of a denial of service. <laughs> you had all of it. It's all in there. It's all in there. Let's give a round of applause. It's all in there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I screamed so loud. Then, my... JB, I'm so sorry I turned your story into just cryptocurrency. That's all it is now. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, the end. Well, it's okay because I turned it into BK Do Crime. 
Yeah, you're looking in a new direction. This is all I wanted. <laughs> good. I'm glad you're not disappointed. Uh, <laughs> she's like, what do I do with all this? What the fuck? You just um, hear a middle-aged man complaining about rich people and how much he hates them, and you're like, what do I do with this? Listen, listen. One, you can tell I'm a member of the video game industry because... Um, yeah, I, graphics cards. Yeah, no, they're so fucking expensive. And yeah. I was definitely like, listen, Preach. if you're going to sit there and take a moment to complain about cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. I'm going to complain about the thing that expressly affects I was, me and my life. Yep. I was going to ask. I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was literally going to say it, like, have you gotten one yet? Because when we were at Best Buy, like maybe three weeks ago, there was a line out front, and I thought that shit was for a PlayStation Five. Nope, it oh was an overnight God. line to get a new graphic card. Oh, I was like, really? Wow. Watching out of my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that no. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I recently say... got like a, a quote-unquote new computer. It was like built by some dude, and the entire computer was like one hundred and twenty dollars. And that's because like the parts were older, but you know, it's an it's an older code, but it still checks out. Um, yeah. And so, please, I hope somebody got my fucking Star Wars reference there. Anyways. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you said it, I remember yeah, it, but yeah. I'm not going to pretend like I caught on on my own. Right. I'm going to um... edit. I'm going to edit my voice in saying, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> please. Can you please edit this one right now? Oh, my God. You made that reference. Oh my God, that was the best. <laughs> that was... I see you. I see you. Uh, but yeah, no, um, I, I, I forgot that uh she had gotten up and gone to the trash bin outside uh and i didn't re listen to it again before i started my recording so that's on me uh i uh, as if you've ruined my work (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 a little bit of incontinuity in between stories and as someone who my job is like very precisely written like paperwork and searching of databases all day being precise is like a point of pride yeah i'm the last person to put that uh, level of quality against you're fine you've been forgiven Sir, my job title is literally quality assurance <laughs> but i'm not the person to apply that to well, you're I totally fine be, i love that i want to be the first one to assure you that the quality is just fucking fine thank yes. you i'm so glad yeah no um I was, My personal I was writing complaint this. was the latex bra. Just to, <laughs> like I noticed yeah. there was a trend of like a personal complaint. Mine oh, yeah. was weirdly the latex bra. Excuse me. I don't want to yeah. talk about it. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, the latex bra is a bad idea because like, excuse me, why do you want that touching your skin at a bar? And under a blazer. Right? I didn't describe what the weather was, but I'm like, because weirdly, that's one detail. It just left the hell out. But in my brain, it was hot as hell. And that's a problem. Oh, yeah. And I just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I saw like as someone who owns. uh, You ruined her headcanon, Glenn. You ruined it. As someone who owns some some interesting latex pieces. Not as interesting as I would like, though. they that is not something that i would wear uh anywhere near a hot day uh i already deal with the horrors of under titty sweat so like we 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 ain't we ain't dealing with that uh in this or any other universe as Uh, a middle-aged man whose balls drop so low uh they stick to your thighs (laughs) and as you pull your legs away it's like a bat wing because it clings to the thighs oh my god i thought i was the only person that happened oh no man that's what you get when you yeah and when you i'll stand at a target like just like this and sway my hips side to side trying to uncling them just get a little bit of air for a moment and 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 also (laughs) oh my god 
I may be the only person in the history of the world who has old man balls enough to where I have sat on my own balls. This shit yeah. hurts, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yep, 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 yep. It is not funny. It is when I lay down, <laughs> when I lay down and I put my legs together because I'm laying on my side, the penis goes out the front, the balls go out the back. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's what happens with middle age, and it's, it's fine. We're still breathing. Oh, we're all okay. I do is possibly uh, catching my nip nap on the door when I go around it, or you know, <laughs> snag it. <laughs> not uh you know needing to return to their uh assigned seats when i'm trying to be wearing uh, a tank top to sleep so it's just like man please return to your assigned seat <laughs> or not <laughs> about the country we're landing soon please can i use the bathroom now please return right. to your seat <laughs> uh, listeners I oh hope God. you believed me when I said headphones are required for this shit. If I'm just happy that yeah. I bonded with someone over our ball sacks. This is the first time <laughs> I've ever had that. Like, we actually have I a mean, connection now. Like, I feel like I know you better. <laughs> wait, wait. Stu just turned 41. Guess what? Welcome. <laughs> I have the opposite problem, though. Because I I went to tightness. <laughs> I, I do, because I went to get a vasectomy. And oh. my doctor was like, normally we just do this in the office. It's no problem. He's like, you're going to want to be put to sleep for these because these are real high and tight. There's going to be a oh lot of pulling involved. Oh, really? Whoa. Yeah. They didn't Damn. put me to sleep. They When I got my vasectomy, which was a birthday gift to myself, <laughs> um, <laughs> they literally, I was wide awake and smelled burning while they stood over me and talked about what the best pizza in the area was. Shut up! And they asked me what my suggestion. They asked me what my suggestion was. They were like, "Derek, what do you think? Is Luigi's better or Chicago Fire better?" And I was like, "Speaking of fire, oh my god, none of this is going down there." I just love that with uh, with your nutsack. They're just like, "Yeah, we fucked up. We burned a spot, so we're gonna burn another spot. We're gonna tighten up this cord a little bit. We're gonna pull these up real tight against you." They told me, they were like, okay, since we were joking about it, we're not going to tell you about this, but every so often your vast deference is going to hurt when it rains. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Not to be that person, but I'm going to take this conversation back to the story because I I was was going to say we're going off the rails again. Mention a few reasons why I I chose a few things. Yes, what the fuck were you thinking of? Go for it. Okay, uh, so one, I was initially thinking, yeah, no, we are not following uh, this bitch to the, the garbage plant. We're not doing that. We're not <laughs> dealing with maggots or what my roommate loves to lovingly refer to as disco rice. Um, oh. oh, God. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, oh, and uh, listen, when you live in a house full of like goths, you just learn weird shit. Uh, I got I got one of my roommates something dead for Christmas. It's a whole thing, um, <laughs> right? Work, I love it. Um, so uh, hashtag just goth things. And so um, I was just like, oh, these ladies were bonding earlier, and she's kind of already tired of this crypto bro bro thing. So like, why why not make it gay? Why, why it was handed to me so bitches it's gonna get gay um be gay exactly through crime correct. that sort of thing and then uh one of uh, I, I was mentioning my section of the story uh to uh my partner and uh they were like huh, nfts nuts and i'm just like i'm adding that at the end the end that's happening now uh- <laughs> yeah, i hey my 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 slogan so my slogan for this story was 
don't put off for tomorrow what you can do right now make it gay today like let's just let's let's go all out let's fuck fuck that dude (laughs) bro i'm glad it didn't go any further i didn't want to hear anything more about bug shit like (laughs) i never thought i'd use those two words together in a statement I already apologize for ruining your show. Fuck you off. Did, that sounds <laughs> iconic. No, you like, sound no. like Forrest Gump talking about sorry for ruining your Black Panther party. Like, you're- <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, God. with no further ado, let's oh, go yes. ahead. And- I want to find out what happened to my lovebirds. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'll ahead. see. So, JV, after we listen to Stu's part, I'm going to bring it all the way back around to you. But with no further... Oh, wait, no, Glenn. What do you think about what Mia did with your segment? Far better than I did. You okay. took a turd and you scooped it up. You shaped it into something that looks like a little beautiful statue. You <laughs> polished it. You lacquered it. You put paint on it. Yeah, you slid I, it on over to the next person. So good I, for you. Thank you. I'm glad that you think so. I felt that mine was a little bit bare bones since what you did was like gave me an entire novel on cryptocurrency. And I wish that you were person number two, that you could take JV's story and you could actually take all the details and all the creativity and actually do something good with it. Because it's once it hit me, it's like, well, it's got to go through the sluice of shit before it gets to the next person. <laughs> you know what? If, if, if Shawshank Redemption could do it, <laughs> God damn it. What's with you tonight? Uh, <laughs> I'm in a good mood. I like, I like, listen, one of the things about me and my job and the way I live my life is that I like to fix things. So, <laughs> so you hand something to me and it's not necessarily working right. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> Let's just go on to the next segment. <laughs> I'm going to call you when I have a first draft of the script and just like fix something. I don't know what's wrong. Ooh, I'm really wrong. good at editing, like not Ooh. only storyline wise, but also grammatically and whatnot so that it yes. flows better. Like, yes, let us do some creative projects. If you need yes. a second voice, I am here for you. I do all kinds of weird things. Oh, voices. that's let what go. I was going to say, Mia. Yes. Your voice. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I man. am glad. I was trying to make sure that my my voice really went with the ebb and the flow of the story, and uh, oh, really... oh, my dear, it it went straight into where I needed it to be for this young lady who was shooting her shot. That yes. was I'm a shoot my shot voice in the middle of a bar, like yes. drop oh, that yeah. zero and get with this hero. You need yes. that sort of a voice, so. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This is why I want to get into voice acting and why I'd be looking at y'all being like, oh my God, look at the microphones. (laughs) With no further ado, uh, let's get to stew. Woo! Lawanda and Rochelle looked around the crypto mine, the hum of a thousand servers filling their ears the way so much unseen electrocurrent was filling their cells. The room was dark aside from the blinking lights of the machines, and you could smell the thick layer of dust that covered each one. Lawanda shut the door behind them and fired up her cell phone light to guide them. Man, Rochelle said, you'd have thought we'd have had a much harder time sneaking into here. Yeah, it wasn't really anything worth writing about. What? It wasn't really anything worth writing home about, I said, Lawanda answered. Is that what you said the first time? Lawanda shrugged. The buffet of servers spread out before them. The two had no idea where to even start. Each device looked more appealing to take down than the next. Each one stored so much data. So much easily compromised data. 
it would finally teach those crypto bros what's up. And then, affordable computer parts would soon be theirs. And in the dark, flickering mine, the pair had all night since Luanda had disabled the security cameras. Why, after they had their way with these computers, maybe they could have their way with each other. Luanda's right hand squeezed the top of her own thigh in anticipation. Alright, this is gonna be badass. Bust out the magnets, bitch. Rochelle laughed. Yeah, good one. Come on, let's get to it. Good what? You know you brought the magnets, girl. Luanda's mouth went dry. We both know I did not. Wait, you didn't bring any magnets then? Luanda looked around the servers. What had once given her pangs of anticipation now seemed like nothing but a tease. They had come so far. Suddenly, inspiration struck. Hey, magic us up some magnets. She could tell her partner was about to argue, but Luanda pressed on. We didn't come all this way to go back now. Do it. Come on now. Rochelle looked around. They might not ever get another chance like this at the mine. All the buzzing servers, all the static in the air. Maybe she could do it undetected? She twirled her hands, summoning the ancient fairy powers. Within second, two large metal bars appeared in her hand. That's so tight, Lawanda gasped at the sight of the miracle. Abso-fucking-lutely not! You fucking know better than to try some fucking shit like that, Rochelle! They both turned to see a third presence suddenly in the room. Luanda had never even heard anyone else come in. But there he was, a man with purple hair and wearing a cyan-colored suit. Through his closed mouth, she could still tell he was clenching his teeth, creating a feeling of malice that belied his glittery eye makeup. He was staring holes through Rochelle. Max, Rochelle cried. It's not what it looks like. I just found these. Fuck you, you fucking whore, the man apparently named Max responded. Tell me another fucking one. You're fucking donezo for this, you fucking idiot. You already had two fucking strikes. Lawanda flinched her lip. The mouth on this one. Max finally turned his attention to her. Yeah, and unless you want to sit on it, shut the goddamn motherfuck up, you shitbag come for brains. Rochelle lifted her hand to explain. He's very sensitive. Yeah, I'm sensitive. Every fucking person up here thinks fairy. They think that little Tinkerbell bitch from that fucking cartoon bullshit. Oh, fairies. So cute and small and flying and fuck that. Fucking humans think they fucking know everything. I'm a fairy and I'm a goddamn man. I will fuck your shit up if you fuck with me. Max invaded Lawanda's space in one massive stride. He grabbed each of her hands and pulled them, palms facing each other, right in front of her face. Now clap if you believe that, motherfucker. Lawanda snapped her hands free of him. I'm really confused. Ain't nothing to be fucking confused about. Fuckhead here had two fucking strikes and she fucking summoned some fucking magnets like we wouldn't even fucking notice. Like we're fucking stupid. You think we're fucking stupid, Rochelle? You know I... That was fucking rhetorical. With each word, he pointedly tapped two fingers against her forehead. Now come the fuck on. We're off to the fucking council, dumbass. What's going to happen to you? Rochelle looked down at Max's hand. Well, they'll probably extract my magical essence and give it to Betty White. That's how she keeps chugging along, you know. After that, they'll send the rest of my husks somewhere terrible. Like a volcano on one of Jupiter's moons. Or Alabama. 
Boo fucking who, three striker. Max out, bitches. Wait, Lawanda interrupted, looking around the room. Uh, can I at least have a magnet? I did come all this way. Max smirked. Sure. Look down. Lawanda saw a thin black outline at her feet. She bent over to scoop it up and felt its flimsiness in her hands. This is just a fridge magnet, she started, but Max and Rochelle were already gone. She turned the magnet over. On the other side, staring up at her, was the smiling visage of a cartoon Tinkerbell, awash in a yellow glow. At the bottom of the magnet were rainbow-colored bubble letters that read, Fuck off! I'm... This is worse than bury your gaze! I'm (laughs) deceased, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) I... I Here's what I remember. Mia, Mia, asked, Mia asked Derek, can there be swearing in this story? And my brain went like, yep, that's it. That's where we're going yeah, now. Well done. Well done it's indeed. like that I think you should leave sketch where he goes to the like the place where they talk about a haunted house. And they're like, this is the adult version. So we can use big adult words if you want. He goes, oh, sweet. Did ghosts ever come and just semen come all over you? Like, hey, you <laughs> I remember that. I remember. Yeah, that's wow. him. <laughs> Look. Yeah, no, also he he very much reminded me of fucking uh Tommy Wiseau from the room. Don't touch me, mother. <laughs> I'm just happy I'm not the only one that fell back on conversational rants. <laughs> uh, I, I also like, had a rant, my dude. Like <laughs> I just I just want to say real quick. Some people wait a lifetime for an opportunity to just let themselves out on a podcast like when it's not your podcast sometimes you feel like you have to stay within this bubble or this box or be this respectable person and i am so glad that all four of you literally said fuck that Mm, beautiful. Mm-hmm. i beautiful. say fuck that every day but that's <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love what were you, you thinking you are yeah. uh i the, the biggest things i took away were the two strikes with the magic and everything and the crypto mine and magnets. And I was just like, all right, this is what we're doing. And I didn't have any way to put them. Like we could only do a five minute story. So I wanted to get to this guy. I wanted them to have the magnets. I was like, I don't have time to write how they're getting into the crypto mine. So I just, I just went meta at the beginning of the story for a yeah, second. Yeah, I love that. That was excellent. I love the fact that he turned over to magnet and he said, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just upset because my girls didn't get to bone and now I need yes. a sequel. Thank but, you. But your girls were willing to break the law for one another. Like the third break, strike. Break, breaking the law. Breaking the law. <laughs> so that uh, does lead me to ask JV. Beginning to end, what were your thoughts? <laughs> the story took some turns and I love every turn it took. But also like I, the, one of the interesting things I think about it is just is the is the when when you start a thing and you don't have an end goal at all, like you don't you don't see where that could go because you because you put a lot of weird shit at there, so you don't know, I don't know I don't know where the fuck this gonna go, but you know what? I'm gonna love it where I'm gonna love wherever it goes. That's for damn sure. I'm a love wherever it winds up. This is a good. Moment. That's what she That's said. Exactly what it is. Uh, oh, I. 
I mean, yeah, oh. I, this is so good. It I was Lawanda is... who ended up with NFTs nuts. Uh, <laughs> I'm. Oh my god! I w- one of the one of my favorite things that I've ever written was a scene wherein there was um the functionally speaking somebody had to come back from the dead and they did but the problem with that was that not so much that you know that happened because it broke the laws of physics or whatever no it broke like an actual law like an actual law and that was so there's an argument with an angry magical bureaucrat and that is one of my favorite things i didn't know it was one of my favorite things um (laughs) until like a few months ago when somebody said the words fantasy osha to me and i i i couldn't stop laughing for like 15 minutes like that realm of like blending fantasy and ridiculous bureaucracy is always really fun for me oh yeah so that so i appreciate that we had a a quick question yes uh, okay, so when it comes to your your fantasy resurrection, which was definitely against the law, was the mm-hmm. punishment capital punishment? Like you were brought back, you weren't supposed to. Time to get dead a second time. It was either we return we return them to death, so that's one option. You die, or because it was the person who had brought them back from the dead. Is either we return the person you brought back from the dead, you die, or there's a third option um the third option is low-key a spoiler and i don't want to i don't want to okay that's that, i don't want to say that one that's fair. but there's there's a third option there and that's the one they wound up taking oh I, the other yeah. option is just like y'all can both be dead so you can hang out together in the afterlife have fun y'all <laughs> so Stu, exactly Ooh, what were, what were you thinking when you put it together and do you like the way that the story came through as a whole yeah, I guess there's some inconsistencies there because it seems like Rochelle was using magic before I had her summon magnets and go to fairy jail over it. But, you know, <laughs> I, mean, inconsistency. I mean, the 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 idea that it, it, it amuses me that she probably did some fantastical shit with the first two strikes <laughs> and the third strike was getting magnets. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Ooh, it has a level of petty that is so funny to me. Like, like, that is like, like, yo, we're all three strikers. What was your third strike? Murder. What was your third strike? Arson. What was your third strike? Well, see, this girl that I thought I liked needed a magnet. (laughs) So I robbed a magnet. That's why I'm here. And so what was her plans with the magnet? She told me she was going to rub one out and I wanted to watch. And so... <laughs> Wait, it's not how that works. Yes, she was gonna rub out the server. She was gonna rub no, it on the no, server, no. and the server was gonna be destroyed. She was gonna rub one out. No, so you, now no, that you we've wave got, it out. you wave, you wave it. it. You wave she did specifically say wave. She was saying wave the magnets around, and I was like, I don't know if that'll work. But we, we I'm not getting to that point. So this is storytellers, and the beauty of storytellers is honestly showing people that anybody can tell a story and that no matter what the story was you can make it your own you can fall in love with it i am extremely pleased with how this turned out i'm extremely grateful uh, that y'all join me for this 
Um, and I will have y'all on again. I have an idea and it's going to be fantastic. I 100% but like before you were about to say that I was going to be like, I volunteers tribute. I want to tell another <laughs> fucking weird ass story, please. Agreed. You're going to love the idea that I have. Um, so for everybody who's listening, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can contact me at 916-633-1537. Uh, the email address is wretchedandratchet at gmail.com um, or storytellerspod at gmail.com, depending on which one you're listening. Um, you can leave a review for the show on Podchaser. Copy and paste that into Apple Podcasts and then copy and paste that into Good Pods. Uh, thank you to everybody who's checking me out on Good Pods and on Podchaser. I greatly do appreciate it. Uh, you can also donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or again on the Good Pods app. Um, so for Mia and JV and Stu and Glenn, I'm Derek. Thank y'all so much for listening. Y'all have a great evening. I'm going to holler at you later. Peace. Yes. Theme music for storytellers was provided by Revolution Void, and it's called Someone Else's Memories. You can find it at the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.